Praise the Lord, church. It's good to be in the house of God. Amen. I want to give honor tonight to God and to all the saints of the Most High. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I've got a word from the Lord for you tonight. Amen. In my time of prayer and fasting this week, God has laid some of you on my heart and I should just close my eyes and try to preach, but I can't remember anything without writing stuff down. And so, anyways, I'm just glad to be here tonight. Praise God. Let's all stand tonight. I'm going to start in Isaiah chapter number 64. Thank you for inviting me here tonight. Amen. Isaiah chapter 64 and verse number 8 says, But now, O Lord... Thou art our Father, we are the clay, and Thou our potter, and we are all are the work of Thy hand. Amen. I'm going to talk to you tonight about the way of the potter. Amen. Father, I want to thank you for your goodness. I want to thank you for your presence tonight, Lord. I pray that you'll open up our hearts and our minds to receive the word God, I pray that you'll anoint these lips of clay. God, help me to say the right thing tonight, Lord God. Lord, I want you to touch and bless each and every person that's here tonight, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody say amen tonight. Amen. God bless you tonight, and you can be seated. I feel in the Spirit that it's time for the church to give birth in the Spirit. I don't know if you know what that means or not, but I mean, it's time for the church to move forward. It's, we've been at this place for so long that God wants to take us to another dimension, another place, so to speak. Amen. Tonight, I'm not going to be preaching to you a sermon, but I'm got, I've got a message from the Lord for you tonight. Whew, I feel the Holy Ghost here. This hour and this time that we are living in is critical, not only to the church, but as to you as a saint as well. There is a serious mood and a serious sense of urgency, not only in our nation and around the world, but in the church as well tonight. 2 Timothy 3 and 1 tells us that in the last days, perilous times, would come. Amen. Many things are on the minds of the people around the world, and many things are on the minds of God's people tonight. Amen. We're concerned about uh, the future of our nation, and we're concerned about the things of this world tonight. Amen. We're concerned that the stock market is taking a tumble, and we're concerned about how the coronavirus is now pandemic uh, proportions. Amen. We don't need the news media tonight or the newspaper to tell us that our world is in trouble tonight. Amen. Just open up your book to the book of Revelation and God would reveal to you things that are going on in this world. Our nation tonight is headed in the wrong direction. Our world tonight is held in the iron grist. A grasp of sin tonight. The media and the population continue to mock God tonight and this word of God. Amen. They have diminished 
the sanctity of the family and marriage, and they have no regard for human life tonight. Amen. The handwriting is upon the wall, and the cup of indignation is full. And tonight, God has a word for this world, and God has a word for the church tonight. Amen. And it's the same interpretation that Daniel gave to Belshazzar. Meany, meany to kill you farson. God has numbered the days of your kingdom and has finished and has brought about it to an end. Thou art weighed in the balance and you are found wanting tonight. Amen. That word wanting means you're lacking tonight. The, the, my prophetic word uh, to the church tonight would be don't be lacking tonight. Amen. Don't be lacking in prayer. Don't be lacking in your praise and worship. Don't be lacking in doing the will of God. Don't be lacking in your relationship with Him. Don't become weary in well-doing. For in due season, if you faint not, you're going to reap what God said could be yours tonight. Amen. I want to make a strong and a profound statement tonight. Amen. Man does not judge the laws of God, but rather the laws of God are going to judge man. Oh, I wish I could get a witness up in here tonight. Amen. Let me speak to you tonight in the Spirit. Hallelujah. God, you hear me tonight. God never intended for the world to change the church. But God intended for the church to change the world. Oh, you ain't here. God intended for you to change the world. God gave you something to turn this world upside down. Hallelujah. Uh, you're not hearing me tonight. The children of Israel were in Egypt for so long that they begin to look like them and they begin to talk like them and they begin to act like them. And that's why God said, Come out from among them and be ye separate. Thus saith the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. There's a way that seems right unto man, but the end thereof is death. Before the church can stand against the gates of hell, we must get on our knees and repent and seek God's face. Then God's Spirit will open a door which cannot be shut by man. That's what the book says here. It says, Behold, I have set before thee an open door. When you knock on a door, God has set before thee an open door. Praise God. Then when His Spirit comes in and His glory fills this place... With His presence, He brings healings. With His presence, He brings miracles. With His presence, He brings deliverance tonight. Amen. Everything you need tonight is in the potter's house. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. In his famous letter from a Birmingham jail... Dr. Martin Luther King penned a letter to the religious leaders of his time that I believe are relevant in this hour that we are living in. He said, if the church of today does not recognize the sacrificial spirit of the early church by waiting on God in prayer. Amen. It will lose its authenticity. It will forfeit the loyalty of millions and it will diminish into a social club. He further wrote that the church had gone from being the salt of the earth, praise God, to become this flavorless, ready to be thrown out and trampled underfoot as something worthless. 
What does the church mean to you in this hour that we are living in? Is the church something that you can take it or leave it? Praise God. I'm telling you tonight that one day you're going to need the church. One day you're going to need the preacher preaching to you. One day you're going to need the Lord. Hallelujah. One day you're going to get in a situation that's out of your control and you're going to need the power and presence of an almighty and a sovereign God. Hallelujah. Oh my goodness, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Isaiah 64 says, in this scripture you will notice that God's greatest relationship and His greatest glory would be associated with earth's common substance called clay. His plan began to unfold and come about when He took the clay and He formed man. Amen? Now let me tell you something tonight. There's a difference between mud and clay. When the sun shines on it, mud stiffens. But when the sun shines on the clay, it gets softer because it has been worked and it has been needed. Amen. Amen, amen. Then Jesus came in flesh to redeem fallen humanity. John wrote that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word made flesh and dwelt among us, praise God. And although He's no longer among us in the human form, He has come to live with us by His Spirit, that being the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, there I am. All of us here tonight must experience the way of the potter. We must submit ourselves to the Master for Him to do what He wants to do in us tonight. Amen? It would be a tragic thing for the church to stand before the Lord and say, if only you had had a little more patience. If only you had persevered a little bit longer in your trial. If only you had pressed the throne of grace a little more fervently in prayer. If only you had endured the test tonight. If only you had trusted in me Life is full of if-onlys. Tests and trials demand faith and courage tonight for only the courageous rise above the pressures of life to walk in holiness and in faith tonight. The Bible says in Romans 8, 37, we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us tonight. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Romans 9 and 1 says, I wrote that down somewhere. Hath not the potter power over the clay, over the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? Amen. You must be willing to endure the molding and the shaping tonight of what the Lord wants you to, be, to become. You must become the vessel that He can use tonight. Amen? Now the first thing I want to bring to your attention tonight is the, the molding and of the shaping. John the Baptist said, He must increase and I must decrease. The reason why he said that is because everybody was saying, Oh, John the Baptist, praise God. Oh, John the Baptist. Oh, John the Baptist. And John was beginning to get more popular than Jesus was. And that's why he realized within himself, he said, I must decrease, but God must increase. Amen. Before the Lord can mold us and before He can shape us, you must learn to rely on Him 
He has to separate the mud from the clay tonight. Amen. Ah, oh, you're not hearing me tonight, amen. To know the way of the potter is to know that God accomplishes His will through His will and through us tonight, amen. Ephesians 4 and 6 says, There is one God and one Father of all who is above all, who is through all, who should be in us all tonight, amen. Amen. You're not a Christian just because you claim to be one. Your testimony has to line up with your walk with God. Whatever you're telling me, I better see those fruits on your tree tonight. Amen? Because when the potter places us upon the wheel, this is when the lessons begin in our lives. And the reason He puts us upon the wheel is because we haven't become the vessel tonight. We haven't become the end result of what God wants us to be. You hear me tonight. Everyone needs to to be placed upon the wheel tonight. Put your feet under the chair. It's going to get a little rough right here. When you hear the Word of God, and that Word doesn't bring you to a place of decision and repenting, of repentance tonight, amen, there are two types of the people, the mud and the clay. And some of you stiffen up when the Word of God goes forth, while others that are supposed to be the clay become soft and pliable and want to apply that to their lives and want to change tonight. Amen. When you stiffen up, praise God, you need to become softer. You need to see within yourself, am I the mud tonight or am I the clay tonight? Am I the mud that's going to stiffen or am I the clay that God can mold and God can shape and God can make me into what He wants me to be I need to be placed upon the wheel tonight. Amen. Oh, when you're satisfied with your walk with God and you settled for the mediocre instead of striving for the excellence, you need to be placed upon the wheel tonight. And when we sing the songs of Zion and you don't enter in into the presence of God with praise and worship, you need to be placed upon the wheel tonight. Amen. When you gossip about somebody instead of lifting those people up in prayer and encouraging them, you need to be placed upon the wheel tonight. Amen. And if the ministry doesn't encourage you and try to make you to become the best that you can be they need to be put upon the wheel when a person who's supposed to be a Christian hurts another Christian there's nothing wrong, there's nothing more hurtful than a Christian hurt and when I let that hurt stay in my spirit there's something in my heart that begins to change. What was once pliable and soft now has become hard because the S-O-N is trying to infiltrate my heart. And if I've got mud in my heart, I'm going to stiffen every time, praise God. When someone passes by me, I'm going to bristle up, praise God. When we let that hurt stay in our spirit and that heart begins to change, once was pliable and tender and soft, moldable, we hold on to that hurt. And once that hurt has hardened, amen, and when our heart is hardened, we begin to die spiritually tonight, amen. We stop praying. We stop singing. We stop worshiping. We stop preaching. There's no harmony tonight, amen. When I hold on to this hurt, it affects my friends. It affects my family. It affects the church. It affects the revival. 
Let me say that one more time. When there's no harmony in the church, when there's no harmony among us, it affects the revival that God is trying to send to His people because you can't get together on one page. Hey, it's easier to pull when we're all pulling together. But if half of us are pulling this way and the other half is pulling this way, it's why revival is stifled in some churches because there's too much division in the church. Amen? That's why you need to be placed upon the potter's wheel so He can work that mud out of your spirit. I wrote, wake us, Lord, shake us, Lord. We need to be placed upon the wheel because we need revival. We need revival. Now, you're not hearing me tonight. We don't need revival just in the church. We need revival in our spirit. We need revival in our heart. We need revival. It's time for the people of God to say, Jesus, I'm giving myself to you and put me upon the wheel. Whatever you need to take from me, take it tonight. Whatever you need to remove from me, you need to remove it tonight. Amen. You need to move your flesh out of the way so you can be led by the Spirit of God. Oh, I feel something. My hand is starting to shake because the power of God is in His church tonight. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Help me to become tonight the clay that can be molded by your hand. Help us to become the vessel that can be used by you tonight. Mold us so that we can become a witness to the power of His gospel tonight. Amen. He wants us to become the vessel tonight that can hold the oil, that can hold the power of God, that can hold the Holy Ghost. People get... Hello, there I am. Some people are cracked vessels. You get on fire one week for God, and you're all, woo, hallelujah, praise the Lord. But you got a crack, and you're leaking out what God has tried to put into your spirit. What God? Now, you're not hearing me tonight. This is for somebody. I, I know who it is. I could come out and lay hands on you, but I feel like I need to reach you through the preaching of the Word tonight. Get rid of the crack. You need to seal. The reason why you have a crack in your spirit is because you haven't stayed on the potter's wheel long enough for Him to work out the crack, the imperfection. Be ye holy tonight, for I am holy, thus saith the Lord. If you trust Him and you never doubt, then He is surely going to bring you out tonight. Amen. Let me preach to you. Jeremiah 18. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house. The potter's house is not some church in Dallas, Texas. The potter's house is right here. The potter's house is the house of God. The potter's house is the church. The potter's house is the family of God. Hallelujah. And there I will cause thee to what? To hear my words. Get the mud out of your spirit so you can hear the word of God. Don't stiffen when the word of God comes forth, but become soft and pliable and apply that to your life tonight. Amen. Then I went down to the potter's house. You got to come to the house of God to get to heaven tonight. 
And not only that, you got to go to heaven on your last message. So you better get something out of this message tonight. Behold, he wrought a work on the wheels, and the vessel that he made of the clay was marred in the hand of the potter. That means it had an imperfection. That means it had a problem. That means it had something stuck in its spirit tonight. Amen. So he made it again. Another vessel, praise God, and it seemed good to the potter. Here's the problem with the modern day church tonight. Amen. We don't want to be placed upon the wheel that the potter has for us. We want to be the potter. Woo! Woo! John said, love not your world, neither the things that are in Your world is how it should have said. It's love not this world, the things of this world. But it should be love not your world. Love not the things in your world tonight. Amen. Because past these clothes and the outward appearance is the real man tonight. There's the part of me in here that no one knows about. My family doesn't know it. My friends don't know it. The church doesn't know it. But I got to be real with myself tonight. And I got to love not this world that I'm king of tonight. Amen. But I got to love the world that God is trying to make in my life tonight. Amen. We're always looking for imperfections in the vessel tonight. Always wanting you or me to be placed upon the wheel tonight. When the reality of the matter is that you and I need to be placed upon the wheel, praise God. we got to get the beam out of our eyes so you can get the splinter out of your eye tonight. Amen? Because God is trying to mold and to shape, working out our perfections to become the vessel He desires us to be tonight. Oh, I want to preach to you tonight for just a little bit, amen. In other words, he's trying to create a masterpiece, amen. The church has many people who have never become the masterpiece that God wants them to be, amen. Because somewhere in their walk with God, they got off of the potter's wheel before he could work out their imperfections, before he could work out their problems. You, oh, amen. It takes time to become a seasoned Christian. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. But thank God He puts us back on the wheel and He begins to work out those problems and those areas that we have trouble with. I'm not going to stand here and judge anyone because you made a mistake. Praise God, we all make a mistake. We all got a pass. We... There's not a person under the sound of my voice tonight that wouldn't want to turn back the hands of time and try to redo some wrong that they've done in their past. Amen? That's what the enemy does. Always coming to you with something from your past. Always trying to dig up something from your past. The potter's field is full of broken vessels tonight that cannot be used. Some of us would already be the vessel But the other church folks who want to be the potter don't want to use the real potter's vessel tonight. Amen. Now I'm going to preach to you real slow right here. This is why we are not blessed 
And this is why sometimes the church is stifled. And this is why sometimes we get to a certain place and we grow no further. Amen. Because the vessel, the real potter molded. And the vessel that the real potter shaped ain't the vessel that we want praying for us. I'm not going to receive the word tonight because that ain't the vessel I want preaching to me. I'm not going to sing and rejoice tonight because that ain't the vessel I want singing to me tonight. I'm not going to be blessed or healed because that's not the vessel I want praying for me tonight. Amen? If the Lord God Almighty made the vessel then that's the vessel he's going to use in this hour. Amen. If there's a problem, it's not with the potter's vessel tonight. It's with us, the clay. Amen. Because the potter knows what he's doing. And the potter raises someone up for such a time as this. Amen. He didn't stick David out on the battlefield to fight the giant. First he sent a little bear his way and a little lion his way. And then when David was seasoned enough to handle it, he stuck him out on the battlefield And that's where we are tonight in the church. We need to get out onto the battlefield where the battle is raging and where we're fighting the enemy. Praise God. We got to get out of the job of playing church. Here we go. Here we are. Here we are. Thank you. The potter knows what he's doing tonight. Amen. For it's the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts are not your thoughts tonight. Amen. Oh, there's a way that we think is right. And there's a way that we think we know how to be doing things. But God has a different ideal. And God has a different plan. And those that think you're never going to be used by God, you're the very one that God wants to use. Amen. But it's the other. It's the mud that's keeping you from becoming the vessel that God wants you to be. If you had the clay in your spirit, you would use people. If you had the clay in your spirit, you would pray for people. If you had the clay in your spirit, you would be used by God. Amen. You don't understand what God is trying to do in my life tonight. He is trying to mold And he's trying to shape me into a vessel he wants me to be. Not the vessel you think I should be. He's doing the same for you. He's trying to make you into the vessel that he can use. Not what I think you should do. Hallelujah. I wrote, please be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. But when God gets through with me, I will become the vessel that can be used of Him. Acts 28, 26, and 27 says, Brother Sam, could you give me just a little bit more of my monitors? The Bible tells us we have eyes to see, but we see not. 
It's time to stop looking at things through the carnal eye tonight and be relying on our own senses of the sight, the smell, the touch, and all that other stuff. We need to start believing that God can do all things through His, through us that strengthens us tonight. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. The Lord is trying to mold us into the masterpiece tonight. The process may not always be pleasant. It may take a few times on the wheel but it's necessary. Amen. It's the way of the potter. It lets us know that we have another chance that when we fall or make a mistake, that if we have lost the beauty that we once have, that's why the Bible says, I have given you beauty for ashes. Amen. I've given you joy for your mourning. Hey, weeping endureth for a night, but joy is going to, hey, your trial is not going to last for a lifetime. The trial only comes to pass tonight. Amen. The weeping endureth for a night. But what comes in the morning? Joy comes in the morning. Peace comes in the morning. The love of God comes in the morning. Thank God He can still put us upon the wheel. As long as you're the clay on the wheel. And you are in the potter's hands. And if you think someone is never going to be used by God, and if you think that you're never going to be used by God, wait till God gets you off of the wheel. Amen. For those of you tonight that have been thinking about quitting, I saw this in prayer. Someone's been thinking about quitting, giving up, giving up on your ministry, giving up on your usefulness, giving up on God. I want to say stay on the wheel tonight. Stay in the presence of God. Amen. Stay on the wheel because he knows what he's doing. Sometimes they got to smash that vase down and start all over again and make it new again. And it takes time. They just don't put you on the wheel and out pops something spectacular. But praise God, he keeps us on the wheel. It says the potter has power over the clay tonight. Amen. Amen. Brother Samuel, play that song for me tonight. Amen. Let's all stand. Praise God. I got a couple more pages, but my throat is bugged. Just about, I think I blew out a tweeter. Yeah, I'm ready, Brother Samuel. This song says, The Potter's House. He wants to put you back together again. Doesn't matter how many times you've made a mistake or how many times you've fallen down. Praise God. The potter, the master potter is not finished with you yet. You're not the end result. You're not become what God wants you to become yet. He's got great things for you. He has great things for the church. In case you have fallen Come on, let's pray. By the wayside of life Let's pray tonight, church. Dreams and visions shattered You all broken inside You don't have to stay In the shape that you're in Come on, let's gather around for a time of prayer. The potter wants to put you back together again. Don't let anybody, don't let the enemy come to you and tell you this is all you're going to be and this is where you belong. God has great things for you. You're about to become a masterpiece in the eyes of God. 
You're about to be used mightily of God tonight. You're about to see what God is going to do. Amen. The revival that's coming, we got to get ready for it. The potter has to clean out the mud in our spirit. The potter has to clean out the mud in our lives. The potter has to clean out the mud and put us back together. Hallelujah.